0: Talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues.
1: Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. A terrific three-in-one road trip for the Blues who now come home for their next seven. And we are joined on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line by your voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber, who probably got in early this morning and is kind enough to get up and join us. How are you, sir? Randy, I'm doing well. Wasn't too bad. It was like midnight, uh, 1230, somewhere in there. Uh, We can handle that. That's not bad at all. And what a a nice trip. I I was worried after the Saturday night game because I'm always worried about back-to-backs, but last night a lot of energy and a a really impressive win.
0: Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, I I wonder, to be honest with you, if... uh, I wonder if we have that same game had we beaten Montreal the night before. Like, I wonder how much of what we saw last night was a direct result of the frustration of having given one away in Montreal on Saturday night. So, either way, you come out of it. If you had beaten Montreal and then lost to Minnesota, you'd have said it was a good road trip. So, you still come out 3 and 1. And it was just an outstanding performance in that by Thomas Grice last night. We. The, the goaltender stole one there. Especially, I mean, Minnesota had 24 third period shots. The Blues had 24 shots on goal in the game. Hey, hey, Curves, what have you seen from from this Blues team since O'Reilly and Tarasenko have gone down? As you said, uh, three and one. What are you seeing from these younger guys and, and from Saad and Shin? Uh, really, I think they're playing well, also. Well, yeah, and that's the key. It's not really the younger guys. I think the I think the Cairo Thomas which line was just okay on this road trip. They had their moments of brilliance where they picked up some goals, and that's what a lot of skill will do for you, Kerry. But I don't think their all-around play was the level that they're going to need it to be with those two guys out. I do think Braden Shannon, Brandon Sod's line did an amazing job carrying the, the the hard matchup, you know, workload for this team, and you know, and and frankly, I'm I'm good to see. I'm, I'm really glad to see the kind of you know approach that Brandon Sod has had here in his last week. He had, he had seven goals, three assists, and 10 points in his first 28 games. And he now has, I think, at seven points in, in his last six games. So, uh, and he's well on his way to another 20-goal season again. But his speed, his plays with the puck, he's making plays with the puck. And, and I think that's been huge. Uh, to me, and I think we might have talked about it, uh, week before A week or so ago But We're on one of the shows We did But Brandon Sod Was really my important Swing man With those guys out Because I thought There was another level To his game And uh, he had a terrific Road trip
1: Kirby, I was talking to Kerry earlier About Braden Shen And how he's Kind of taken on That role of What Shen Or what uh, Steen was What, what Schwartz was uh, Remember Hitch would always Talk about the, the Conscience of the team Braden Shen Seems to be the Conscience of this team Right now
0: yeah, with Ryan O'Reilly out, uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I mean, I think I think when Craig Berube needed to settle things down, he could he would he would turn to, you know, whatever line Ryan O'Reilly had mm-hmm. at the time. But clearly with him out, you're absolutely right. I, and I, I also think, well, there, there's a couple of things. I mean, I really do think it's the combination of O'Reilly and Shen that is the hybrid Steen, if you will. I, I just, Ryan O'Reilly was always in tune with kind of the, the – the, the the history of, of the team and and he would talk with with Steiner about that those two guys would go out and um and and Ryan got a real good understanding of that it's also something that I think Brandon Shen cares deeply about and honestly it's something for example like David that matter to David Perron. and you need those guys in your organization someone that you know understands a little bit of the past someone that understands kind of a, a culture of an organization and, and and to me, Brayden Shen is. Now, what I get the sense, to be honest with you, Randy, is really from both of those guys, from Ryan O'Reilly and from Braden Shen, and maybe from Colton Pareko, Vladimir Tarasenko, um, I'd say a little, a little bit of uh, Binnikin, whatever it may be, I, I get the sense that management wants to see more accountability from those leaders to the younger guys. More, de- more demanding moments. From those guys, making sure that the other guys are playing the game right, and so and, and so translate that. I think, I think they're kind of looking for what Hitch tried to get accomplished and eventually did, where the team takes itself back over again, right? Where because of Steen and Bolmeister and those guys, Baran and that group, uh, they, they kind of took over the room, and I, I think that that's what the, this this administration is now waiting for the, the players to do in this case. Hey, Curbs, with all the uh, injuries piling up on the the defensive end, uh, do you have any concern with the extended minutes of, of Pareko and, and Falk? No, I think both of those guys could log more minutes on a regular basis. I, man, Kerry, I've had so many conversations over the years and and actually just had the same exact one with Nico Nikola right before in the morning skiing in Montreal because his minutes are going up playing with Colton Pareko. And and he said the same thing. He goes, no, I like it when the minutes go up. I feel like I'm in more of a rhythm. It's just you get down there, you catch your breath, you get right back out there. And that's what Al McKinnis did. That's what Pronger did. I think both those guys can log the 25 minutes easily a game. Occasionally you get up to 27, 28 like they both have and Falk did last night. But I I don't. I, I know people get a little bit concerned with it, but these guys are in such good shape. You manage that energy during the downtime and during the off days. Those guys would tell you they'd rather play 28 minutes a game and then not have to practice the next day.
1: Curbs, one thing that has to happen over the next month and a half is that the Blues need to improve upon their home record, right? They're 7-8-2, and two, and now I believe you guys have, what, 38 out of 45 days at home, and the Blues need to take advantage of being dominant at home.
0: Yeah, they have not been as consistent as they need to be at home. I think their road play has helped the team right the ship, it was a huge road trip once again, so that part's good. But 14 of the next 19 games are at home, and you're right, Randy. There's only the two trips. You've got the trip at the end of this month that's going to take you from, uh, I think it's L.A., Phoenix, and Winnipeg, somewhere in there, those three. And then uh, and then in February, it's just Ottawa to Carolina. And then you've got the the good all-star break kind of bye weeks in there as well. So you're absolutely right. The, the, the next – stretch of hockey on home ice is going to make or break the season and the Blues are going to know exactly where they stand going into the trade deadline based on their home play which has, it definitely has to be better uh, than it has been, but I I think the all-around team game has been better so hopefully that's a sign of some good things. Hey Kurtz, you talked about Grice last night and his outstanding play, getting his first shutout of his of his blues career. What did you what have you made from the from both goalies? I think they both have been playing extremely well the last few games. Yeah. Listen, I i I've, I've been steadfast on this one pretty much all year. I I am gonna look at maybe three and a half games total where you're going, okay, you didn't get a Bennington like game. And uh outside of it I think you have. I mean, we're sitting there, you're looking in Montreal, and you're going, how in the world did we give up five goals in this game with some of the saves this guy made? Yeah. Like it's and, and it's it's hard to break his game down because you're going, geez, he played really well. If he didn't make those saves, we'd have given up ten goals tonight and, and, and like grade A kind of saves, and yet five are still going in. They needed that performance from Grice last night in such a great way. He was outstanding. It wouldn't surprise me to see Grice get the first start against Calgary to open up this week, to be honest with you, after that performance, and, and give Jordan an extra day or two as well because he's played a ton. I think Jordan Bennington has as many starts. I, I, he was he was tied for first, I think, going into Montreal for the most starts of anybody in the league, which I, I think is great. He's a starting goaltender. He should start a lot of the games. So, I think the goaltending you're getting really has been fine. And this is all about how the team plays defensively in front of the goaltenders, Like Goaltending is just not an issue for me. And I think you're done on right. I think those guys have been just fine.
1: Kerbs, can you do me a favor tomorrow night when Alex throws it to you for the first time? Can you call them Calgary?
0: <laughs> Randy, just for you, it would be my honor. <laughs> yeah, I
1: appreciate that. Because uh, Mike Keenan was the only guy that did that. It became a kind of a thing when Keenan was here, but uh, it hasn't since. So uh, I, Robert Thomas says uh, up in Canada, they call it Calgary. Uh, the, the one guy that called it Calgary, we'll, we'll honor, uh, I know people
0: hate it, but we'll honor Mike Keenan a little bit by calling it Calgary once. Well, Chaser did. Chaser had right, a little yeah. bit of that Calgary twang to him, too, so... uh Yep. You know what? I will make sure that I throw out a good old-fashioned Calgary right at the beginning for you. <laughs> love it, my man. Hey, always good to
1: talk to you. Thank you very much. Have a great week, and we'll probably see you at the rink either tomorrow or Thursday.
0: Yeah, I love it. Have an awesome week, you guys. I'm glad everybody's back. Thank you, sir.
1: That's uh, the Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber on 101 ESPN.